Hello, this is Jeff Cohn with the Wall Street Resource, and joining me is Frank Ng. And Frank is the CEO of Allied Esports Entertainment, Inc. And for those not familiar with Allied Esports Entertainment, uh, Frank, can you tell us about the company? Sure. Thanks, Jeff. Um, Allied Esports is actually a combination of two uh, reputable brands. Uh, the first one is World Poker Tour WPT. Um, it has been around for 18 years, a very uh, well-known poker company who does the tour and the TV shows um, around the world. And the second piece of the, uh, our business is Ally Esports, uh, which was founded a few years ago. And uh, we have a flagship arena in Vegas. And, and, and you know, we, we have recently completed a um, spinoff and, and get those two companies, two, two assets, you know, combined and injected into a U.S. listed company. And now uh, we, we finished the process in August of this year, and now we're publicly listed on NASDAQ under the uh, ticker AESE. Um, you know, in that process, we brought in a, you know, some, some good strategic investors like Simon Properties, who has the determinations to, to make um, esports experience as a very important, critical, integral ex- experience out there, uh, shopping mall. Or in the future, they, will, they probably even will call it experience mall uh, or center. Uh, and, and we also brought in TV Azteca in a very big TV station down in Latin America as, as our investors. Uh, you know, the reason why we have these massive companies joining us as our strategic investors is because of our very unique three-pronged strategy. Uh, we, we, we have been, you know, using that strategy on WPT for many years, and we try to apply the know-how and knowledge that we have learned from poker uh, onto esports right now. Uh, which is a much bigger market, and uh, and and those three uh, basically the first one is offline experience, uh, just like poker. We run sixty plus events around the world. Esports has to do the same. How do we scale it? How do we deliver cost effective and scalable offline experiences in esports? Which is critical. Without that, you don't have an industry. So we try to solve that question by you know first creating a global network of properties with the flagships that we built in. Vegas, we spent $20 million to build that, and, uh, and it's in partnership with MGM at Luxor Hotel. Um, with that, then we start aggregating a lot of other like-minded people around the world, build our affiliate. We recently announced a massive uh, PC launch um, um, you know, company in China. We had probably around 800 you know, PC cafe in China, and we had a couple of affiliates in California and Oakland, Santa Ana, and we also have... Uh, now with TV Azteca helping us to reach out to the Latin America and Simon Malls helping us to build out more regional arenas on continental U.S. So we have a very robust uh, foundations of those facilities that will allow us to actually bring more into our network. And as part of the network, we will deliver, uh, you know, unified tournaments. Uh, we try to approach bigger sponsors for global experience, which is important for esports and, and, so that, you know, at the end of the day, we will have the absolute dominance and deliver esports experience in a scalable manner. So, so that's the first strategy. And off of that, you know, we can, of course, have, we, ha- we can have a, a traditional retail business model and also sponsorship. Um, on top of that is our second pillar with the global properties. You know, basically, they are not just boxes. These are production centers, you know, with uh, just like a TV station or a mini TV station. And with that, then we can create, create content for our partners, uh, for big publishers, uh, for ourselves, for partner content. And with that, then we can also create, you know, sponsorship revenues out of content, that's a traditional content uh, revenue sources. And, and, you know, 
even with that, it's not enough. At the end of the day, we learn from WPT with a lot of content. The best way is not just selling sponsorship and selling content. The best way to monetize this is to use the infomercial power so that as we are producing a lot of content around the world through our property network with our partners, um, and, and at the end of the day, we want to use those content to create infomercials so that we can sell through the content and say, like, just like what we did in WPT, what you see on Fox, it will, the commentator would say, hey, come play clubwpt.com. You know, those infomercials can be blended into the content, being distributed, and reach to hundreds of millions of people. So the best value that we can create from this three-pillar strategy at the end is monetizing the traffic that we can create from content. Now, each of those pillars, those three pillars by itself is this business model that is robust, it's mature. Um, you know, but, but combining the three will create significant, significant amount of uh, synergies. And, and that's what we are good at. You know, we have been using that approach for many years through WPT, and now we're applying it on eSports. Okay. So that's who we are. Yeah. Okay. So that, that's a lot of information. I want to break it down a little bit um, in terms of world poker and eSports. How should we look at uh, world poker? Is, is that a legacy business or, or is that still a growing business? Um, poker is, is a mature business. You know, in, on continental U.S. in the West, probably is, is more growing at a single digit, pretty stable. But it is picking up a lot of momentum right now in Asia in Latin America, in a lot of the new uh, developing countries. So we, we have been expanding our Asia tour from virtually nothing in like three, four years ago. Now I think we have 11 or 12 stops in Asia. You know, we, we, you know it's growing in, in, in Latin America. That's why, you know, actually the TV Azteca relationship start off with WPT, World Poker Tour. They want to introduce the poker show in Latin America. And, you know, and we are airing right now, I think season nine, in Latin America, which was filmed 10 years ago, but we we use green screen to bring in the Latin America commentators, redo the show through post-editing, a week of work, the rating of season nine, which was filmed 10 years ago. In Mexico now, it's like two and a half to four million audience for the first air, which is amazing. So we see tremendous, you know, it, it can be it can be a good cash cow. Well, it will be a good cash cow. Um, so so that's why we want to focus a little bit more right now also to help build the cash cow side of the business. Gotcha. And then now for esports, um, you, you talked about um, a, a three prong strategy there. So can you clarify your your revenue model for for the esports? Yeah, every pillar has has its own business model. The first pillar, offline events, experience. Uh, we have the traditional food and beverage, just like uh, saving busters. You know, I understand it's just like, you know, people play video games. Okay, they play video games using PC and consoles at our locations. We rent it to them. Uh, they eat, so we have food and beverage. Um, and, and we sell merchandise, too, and, and so so it's Dave and Buster. So that side is pretty similar. But on top of that, every arena is also has two additional functions that Dave and Buster's cannot get. Number one, it is also a, a community, a hub for the for, for, for fans. So as a result, you know, we, we will get sponsorship like naming rights. For example, we have HyperX to sponsor our flagship arena in Vegas. And I can tell you just that sponsorship, naming rights sponsorship, can pay for all my rent already. So, I mean, you can't find any retail business that can sell naming rights to cover your rent. And we are doing it. We have been doing it. We will do more of those, you know. And on top of that, we can also, yeah, we also have the production capability so that we can also rent the locations as a you know, facility to produce content for esports. Uh, so publishers like 
NBA 2K, you know, League of Legends, All-Stars, you know, all, a lot of those, you know, very big events will, will, take, will take place at our arena. Uh, first of all, it helped me to promote my location, you know, build my brand, and also bring me money. So, so you know, I, I think this is a very unique model just on Pillow 1. Now, then on Pillow 2, with those production capabilities, we can create content. And we have been doing some pilot program. Uh, you know, for example, we did it with uh, Kitty Place, you know, a famous female influencer. We did a show for her, you know, letting her interview some big, you know, uh, sports star like Baker Mayfield. And we created a show called Playtime with Kitty Place. And, and there, now the sales team is talking to you, a lot of, you know, distributor, you, do you like this format? Can we do more of those? So we have that content piece because we have the production capabilities from, you know, offered by our venues. So that's another arm. And at the end, you know, that's why TVSDECA became my exclusive partner in Latin America, and we will build a Latin America market together exclusively. That's why they, you know, because they saw we have that capability. And off of that, you know, it's a typical advertising, sponsorship, you know, sell of content, traditional media uh, revenue stream. And last pillar, you know, we want to launch our own proprietary uh, esports service. Uh, we, we call it, you know, Center. Um, and, and that is under development right now. We start using that to support Simon Property for, for their first Simon Cup, uh, which is an all online tournament for months and then lead to regional finals at the malls. And the regional finals finalists will come to Vegas for a grand final with big names, influencers, and then stream the content and create a content piece out of it. So, so that's the loop, and we built the software to support uh, Simon Property already. So uh, the, at the end of the day, the online service is, is the biggest jetpot. That my, that's my expertise. And, and you know, right now we're serving uh, our partners using those software. And eventually, once we, you know, we, 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 uh, we did further rounds of fund, fund, fundraising, we will actually stand on the gas and start building more, and the full B2C service will be launched you know, later. Can you give us a little more color on the online service? Yes. Uh, you know, there are a lot of experience we have built also through WPT. Uh, one of his services is called Club WPT, which is a fixed-fee subscription under um, Sweepstakes model. You pay $25 per month. You can play an unlimited amount of tournaments, you know, on poker online, and you win cash prices. And, and more importantly, you also get fees to the actual final table of uh, uh, tournaments of WPT in real life. So it's an integrated experience. You play virtual, you get some cash prices, but you can integrate with the big stars in real life in poker. And you can even be seen on TV. We have five episodes of, on Fox focusing on this. So, so that's the integrated experience we have been creating. And we try to apply the same concept now on esports. There are a lot of tournament platform around, but you know, fully integrated with content, live experience and all that is, is actually hard to find. I mean, you can't find any of those today because you, you have to you have to own a lot of physical properties, and you have a lot of you know you have you have to create a network around the world to create these unique experiences. So so that's what we try to do. And you know, as I said, you know, because um, at this stage, you know, given our capital structure, we we managed to actually start launching our B two B versions. We have been serving uh, Simon properties using this software. We will continue to do that for TVS Tecca through our partner. And as we move along, you know, then, then probably we will launch our BDC versions uh, at a later stage. Now, the eSports, the, the e you know, hearing a lot about that lately, that's definitely not a mature market. That, that's uh, growing. A- any idea of, of what kind of growth rate for eSports? We, we see some industry numbers saying 30% growth. My, my feeling is, is, is you know, it, it should be more than that, 30%. 
Um, yes, it is at its early stage. Competitive gaming has been around for a long time, but as an industry, you know, what, what makes a difference is people start watching it. There's viewership behind it. And one of the biggest driving force behind that is, is streaming platforms like Twitch. There are a lot of Twitch around the world. So, I mean, particularly in Asia. So, 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 you know, we, we and, and those streaming platforms just came to the market in the past, you know, few years, three, four years, basically. That's why esports is still at its very early stage. Audience viewership, you know, in, in scale is, is a very recent activity. But, but, you know, I, I think um, people are trying to figure out business model. And I think we're one of the very unique companies in the market today that we are confident that we have a solution to monetizing these kind of eyeballs and traffic, which we have been doing through WPT. And so, you know, I think there's more people realizing, hey, on top of very hardcore sports-related kind of business model, you know, you can treat it like entertainment. And if you look at it like entertainment, which is our position, you know, we look at esports as entertainment, then there are a lot more opportunities. And, you know, see how we're building the partnership with the big retailers, Simon. I mean, they look at us as, as the, you know, their solutions provider on eSports. We do everything for them. We create the on-mall on experience, permanent locations. We create an integrated online, offline uh, tournament for them so that they can actually bring in their, spawn, or their partners, their tenants to participate. So, you know, we are showing them, hey, there are other ways of doing eSports to monetize the desire to play competitively. Uh, which is huge. I mean, we're talking about 2.7 billion gamers today, and most major publishers, when they develop their new games, they put competitive gaming as a very important gameplay of their games. So, so the, the, the movement will not be stopped because, you know, this, even on the supply side, you, if you look at all the new game launch, they can all play competitively. So, so yeah. you know, I, I think the growth rate would be absolutely faster than 30 minutes. I mean, 30 uh, 30%, you know, moving forward. Okay. When I first look at the business, I, I look at poker and esports, and they look disparate. But it, it now, after hearing you, it sounds like there really is some good synergy uh, between the two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we, we did streaming before, live stream, and then we create content. And how do you make money from those live stream and content? We run 60-some tournaments around the world in a year with a small team. How do we pull it off? Can we do it in a more cost-effective manner we we were the ones thinking about all those things all along and in the end we realized hey with all those content let's monetize through online services and today you know wpd makes 60 percent of its revenue through online i see and and, and and as far as the company goes I, um i imagine that's the the bulk of the revenue today is that correct yes it is and if we look out um you know, one year, two years, three. Where do you think the cross crossover is before the bulk of the revenue comes from esports? Uh, well, I I think next year they should be getting close. That's my feeling. Okay, uh, I, we haven't announced any numbers yet, but that's not my, that's my feeling because online is going much faster. Uh, and particular, we are building new locations, so retail revenues are pretty much you know we are very comfortable with building those retail revenue. Um, so so those will come fast. And, and but you know for esports online probably take take another year because it takes time for us to you know scale up the company, fund it properly, have enough content. We need the engine before we start the online. Without the engine, starting online is is a cost center. It takes a lot of time to market. Once you have the engine built, the offline and the and the content piece, then the online is extremely natural because you have a limited amount of inventory just to to push your online services. And. And do you need more than one facility? Uh, it, it, oh, yeah, like we're all building. 
Simon, we, you know, uh, I think, you know, well, the strategic partnership calls for build of a pilot locations for them. And just stay tuned, you know. I think that that should happen very soon, you know. Uh, at least we're going to announce it very soon. And, and on top of that, uh, you know, Simon also brings the whole real estate world or retail world. Hey, you know, you, you could find a partner like Ally like this and to help to serve your problems, you know, uh, to solve your problems. So, so you know, we, we do have a lot of inbound, and so like Simon, around the world. So you, you will see us building more in the future helping others to build more under different models. Gotcha. So they, they bring a lot more than just strategic money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're all their eSports arm in substance. You know, we're doing everything for them in eSports now. Um, if we look out over the next 12 months, what, what are the, some of the events or catalysts that we, we should look for? Uh, Events-wise, you know, uh, I'm sure you will see a lot of the events that had happened before in the past two years, year and a half. That will repeat again next year. You know, we worked with uh, many big, big names before. Um, so, so with the publishers, I think even the publishers now realize how good it is, you know, running events at a location. Um, so, so that, that's happening. And, uh, we are also building some proprietary stuff with our partners like DVS Tech. So, and also Simon Properties, the Simon Cup final just happened at a facility. Uh, and we partner also with Face Clan and uh, Epic Fortnite together to create this experience. Wonderful, uh, wonderful day that, that we did. And I'm sure we're going to do more of those. Um, so, uh, like, I think that's what you'll be, you'll be seeing a lot of third parties, uh, coming into locations to deliver their big events. These are big official leagues like NBA 2K, uh, the NFL game, uh, and, and, and also, uh, like Capcom, they did a lot of events, you know, so you will see a lot of those, uh, uh coming back. Okay. Uh, what, is there anything I failed to ask you here? Um, I, I think you did a pretty good coverage. Okay. So before we go, is there any uh, remarks that you want to leave us with? Well, you know, I think um, the industry, again, is, is extremely new. And uh, I, I, I think for anyone who is interested in this space uh, should look at uh, Platform Play. Anyone that, that is offering a platform strategy and with the ability to deliver it will, 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 you know, will, will be ahead of everyone else in the market. And, and we have been trying very hard to become that platform in the industry because uh, we believe, you know, at this early stage of the industry, building a platform is more important than building a single IP. So, so that's what we are uh, focusing on. And, and we, we strongly believe in our with the success that we have made before with uh, poker. Frank, it was good to have you on and learn more about Allied Esports Entertainment. Thank you.